sure know a lot about TV and movies and music too. So join them for the special show. They want to talk about those things too. It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, and welcome to the Fangirly Show, where smart girls go stupid for pop culture. I'm Whitney. And I'm Ellen. And today we kind of toyed with the idea of making this episode all about our favorite holiday releases, but we started noticing all of the shade that was being thrown at some of our choice picks, and we decided to dedicate this episode to unwarranted internet hate, a.k.a. uh, movies and TV that we feel have gotten a little bit of a bum rap. So, you agree? Yeah, I agree. Are you cool with that agenda? Okay. (laughs) 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 We we totally planned this. Um... (laughs) First, before we get too tangential, I think we should uh, get this party started with a little bit of fangirl talk, Ellen. Whitney. Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, go ahead and spill, girl. Okay, well, first of all, I got to see you a couple weeks ago, so that was pretty freaking fun. Um, And we saw Sisters together, which was, I think, like the most apropos option for us to go. And we saw Star Wars together, but I think Sisters really, like met our dynamic pretty well. The thing that I liked about seeing sisters with you, with you is that we could have that impromptu dance party at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did dance How cool like was they that? do in the movie. Can we tell that story really quick? Because that was probably the coolest thing that's happened to me in a movie theater. And that's saying something. <laughs> sure. That, oh, yeah. I forgot about that dance party. Yes. Go ahead. Well, we, uh, during the credits, like, we were riding the high of the movie. And during the credits, they're playing, like, this bumping tune. And so we kind of start dancing a little bit in our seats. And then apparently the person that was in, like, the box running the projector saw it and started, like, uh, turning the lights on and off to Keep our strobing the lights for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so he, was, he was feeling it, too. Oh, yeah. The only problem I ever have with going to the movies with you is that we are invariably the loudest people in the theater. This and... is very true. Although, one of us is louder than the other. Rude. I'm not naming names. (laughs) Even though one of us likes to think that they are not as loud as the other. Listen, for what it's worth, I always feel like I'm saying things, like, under my breath to myself. And only later realize that they're for all the world to hear. Like that comment I guess I made during Star Wars. When Kylo Ren takes off his mask and I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I apparently made a lot of, like, squeaky noises anytime BB-8 came on screen. This is all according to my sister-in-law who was sitting next to us and was like, you guys were ridiculous. I couldn't tell who was blurping more, you or that little robot. (laughs) (laughs) He was so cute. He was so cute. Oh my gosh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about Star Wars plenty in this episode, so let's... Yes, I'm sure we will. But, um, so the other thing, like, pop culture-wise... Um, is that I just got fully invested recently in making a murderer like the rest of the country. Have you watched this? Have I, sorry, I didn't catch that. Watch what? Making a murderer. <gasps> that Netflix documentary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What the <laughs> frack is that about? <laughs> so that, it's oh. basically serial the television show, although... There's different um, opinions on how biased it is. Um, I can recognize that it is definitely more biased than serial. Um, but 
I just got really wrapped up in it and it kind of like it freaked me out a little bit and it just uh freaked me out both in just like the graphic details of it but also um just like in the weird you know problems with our justice system it was I just got so involved and um yeah I thought it was really good it's fascinating if for no other reason than just like a really good conspiracy theory um to kind of get wrapped up in uh and also so you can know what everybody and their mom is talking about because I see it everywhere online and I feel like good because I'm part of the large crowd you're so in it Ellen um I'm so in it (laughs) the thing because I only caught maybe an episode or two my brother and sister-in-law were watching it while I was staying at their house so it was kind of unavoidable but I agree with you in that I don't feel like it was quite as unbiased as like say your cereal would be Mm -hmm. because from what I saw it seemed like the only people that they were talking to were um like the guy who was getting nailed for all these murders and stuff yeah Stephen Avery yeah but so sad yeah Yeah, you should totally go watch it if you haven't seen it yeah it's really good and it's fascinating so I recommend that highly in case you ever feel like being bummed right out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just being, like, messed with in the head. Because yeah. it's pretty crazy. Anybody can be framed for murder, Ellen. Yeah, I know. That's what my friend was. My friend came over and we were watching it together. And then when she was leaving, I was like, don't commit murder or don't get framed for murder. Yeah. Like certain parties. I know. Because yeah, that could happen to anybody. Anybody. And for people like me who look a little shiftier than the rest of the population, <laughs> like, we're screwed. Yeah, that's when I look at you. I'm like... That girl be straight shifty. <laughs> straight up shifty. <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else you've been squeeing about? Um, I was trying to think. Um, I've been kind. Of, no, not. I've been too busy to be squeeing about. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> I watched. I watched a lot of Making a Murder. Uh, Sounds so like it. that it that took up a lot of time this past weekend. But, no shame. Um. Yeah. I also saw Creed, and that was really good. Um, Didn't I tell you that ruled? Yeah, it was good. Um, So I really liked that. And that's coming from someone who's not, like, deeply invested in the Rocky movies. Um, But I thought it was really good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy about Rocky either. But I kind of liked that it wasn't, I don't know, I guess it was a reboot. Would you qualify that as a reboot? I don't know. I think it's supposed to... Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I guess, like yeah. A continuation yeah. of... Anyway, what I'm getting at is that Michael B. Jordan is bananas hot. So. Yeah, he is really... Oh he's gosh. cute. <laughs> uh, and I thought Sylvester Stallone did a really good job in it, too. Yeah. So, and he's getting Oscar buzz already, so that's kind of crazy. That is nuts. Um, not quite as cute as Michael B. Jordan, but I will let it slide this time. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> at one time. Whew. Not even at one time. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Oh. Come on. Oh, yeah. Ew. No, I was, I was kidding. <laughs> he's gross. <laughs> anyway. What are you squinting about besides Sylvester Stallone's body in the 70s? That was about all I had. Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about was sisters, but you already kind of got the jump on me. Sorry. Whatever. It's fine. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, 
And I feel like these fangirl talks are really revealing in ways that I don't really want them to be. But uh, <laughs> Netflix just uploaded the newest mm. season of Poirot. Which, oh, okay. if you, I mean, if you didn't know, it's uh, it's a murder crime series based on the novels of Agatha Christie and her hero, Belgian detective Poirot. And oh my gosh, I don't do a good Belgian accent, so I'm not even going to attempt yeah. it. But point is, I started watching these like on lazy Sundays when I wake up in the late afternoon, right after I call Parnell, call me to see what just you to see how he's doing. <laughs> and i started watching them and i just got super invested i'm in love with poirot uh my newest life's ambition is to marry a belgian and i think every woman reaches that point in her life but (laughs) so i'm ellen be cool (laughs) the other thing i'm squeeing about is i just saw the high-rise trailer on the internet have you heard about that Uh No, I don't even know what that is. It's the weirdest looking movie I've ever seen, but it's got Tom Hiddleston and Jeremy oh. Irons. Is that sign me up? Is that sells you? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Tom Hiddleston, but you know, I would. Uh, sure, That's Jeremy Irons, he's first. cool too. <laughs> Jeremy Irons, he's Scar, Ellen. <laughs> yeah, among that other does things, things for you more than does for me. Well, yeah, <laughs> but okay. Anyway, continue. Uh, so. So I'm looking forward to that. If you haven't seen the high rise trailer, go watch it and comment on familygirly.com about what you think of it. Cause I'm a little bit torn. I think it looks interesting, but who knows? Um, okay. The other thing that I've been doing this week, I'm on school break. This is my winter break. So I do an assortment of weird things just cause I'm like alone in my house <laughs> and it's a big house. And so I like, I go through my mom's clothes and like try on her old bridesmaids dresses and I get up to weird stuff. And one of the weird things that I got up to was I taught myself all the dance moves from the Britney Spears crazy video. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Whitney. (laughs) Listen, that's like, that's me improving myself. You drive me crazy. Oh, that one. Okay. (laughs) I'm such a good singer. Such a good Britney impression. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I taught myself how to do that. If anyone's interested, I will totally tape it and upload it to the internet. I yeah, I was gonna say prove it. So. Yeah. <laughs> it belongs on the dark web, but I'll figure something out. <laughs> mm, well, uh, I feel like I did. We get all our fangirl talk out of our system. Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on to the main event. What do you say, Els? Let's do it. Okay. So, as I mentioned before, today we're talking about um, internet criticism that we think is excessive or unjustified, and what we're going to do about it. Just kidding. There's nothing we can do. (laughs) Ellen, do you want to get the ball rolling? Sure. I mean, this kind of came about because um, I had expressed my frustration with um i saw more hate than praise for um for things like star wars and the sherlock special after they both came out can we clarify real Uh, quick are you talking about critical hate or like audience hate? honestly more audience hate um like i don't know that the the people that i was reading things from could be 
qualified as critics. Because honestly, like, I, I got... Before I went into Star Wars, all I knew was that it was being generally well-received by critics who were seeing it before the masses, you know? Right. And, um, and so I was like, okay, cool. That's all I kind of wanted to know was that it was getting pretty good reviews. Um, Which it really was. I was surprised. Yeah. And so then, and so, like, I had avoided the internet the entire time leading up to when we got to see it on the Saturday after it came out. Um, and then I was, like, so excited to get back online and read, you like, like, oh my gosh, now I get to read all these, like, spoilery chats that dive into it and talk about it. And, um, I was really upset to see <laughs> that, like, there was just people that were like, yeah, I had a really good time with it, but... Every, but here's my list of problems with it. Two things and that you think don't... would be mutually exclusive, but okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get. I don't get how everybody's saying. Like, I feel like that's the general thing that I'm hearing. Is it's like I enjoyed it. It's like a really fun movie, and I think it's overall it's really good. But like, I just can't like it because of these things. Which begs the question: right. What are people looking for if not to have fun at the movie theater? <clears throat> that's what I don't get either. And I think I've just had to come to the conclusion with this thing and with things in general <laughs> is that people are just going to movies for different reasons than I'm going. I'm going to a movie to enjoy myself and to get wrapped up in a story and a world. And I feel like uh, Star Wars definitely delivered on that. Didn't it And though? I think that everything that people are picking up on with it... <clears throat> are just, like, little nitpicky things that even if I think about it and think, yeah, okay, maybe that wasn't great, um, but they're all so minuscule in comparison to, like, the general splendor and awe that I had with that movie, and I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. No, I fully agree, and, uh, in preparation for this very discussion, I was looking on the internet, and I saw something that made me, like, full-blown irate. Can I go ahead and read something really quick? Yes, please do. Okay. So, this is, I guess, Samuel L. Jackson released some comment about Star Wars, and I was reading it on Cinema Blend, and quoting Mr. Jackson himself, he said, I think the kids need to go to lightsaber fight school, but that's just me thinking out loud. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give me a minute. Here's why that made me mad. Again, it's like... <laughs> A comment made by somebody who's not necessarily a film critic. I understand he works in the film industry, so whatever. I'll let that slide. But it's the kind of comment where it's like, well, yeah. Okay, because if you haven't seen Star Wars The Force Awakens... Well, and he's in, and he's in the prequels. You remember right. that, right? No, no, no. I know he okay. played... Okay. What, what's his face? Mace Windu, yeah. I remember he had a purple <laughs> lightsaber, and that's about it. Yeah. My point <laughs> is, like, the whole... Like, this is kind of the origin story for Rey and Finn and some of those new characters. So how the living hell are people who are not trained, classically trained Jedi, supposed to know how to fight with a lightsaber? That was the nerdiest sentence I've ever said in my life. (laughs) No, but I was like, it was just a stupid, stupid thing to say. And it almost sounded kind of petty because it was like, here's him saying something dumb about actors who are basically supplanting him in this franchise that did really good things for his career. I don't know. This whole, like, it just, it well, made me mad. And I'm seeing things like this And he's all probably over. just, 
he's probably just jealous because people like that new the new Star Wars movie better than any of the Star Wars movies that he was in. So, oh my gosh, wouldn't you uh, be jealous? I would. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. That's like I feel like a lot of I understand. There's like a lot of people who argue that it's um that it's like a Star Wars retread. That it's just basically taking all the same plot devices. Um. Mm-hmm. That the the episodes four through six kind of um went over uh and i understand that to a certain degree but i also think but i also think that um it's just adding so much more i don't how spoilery do we want to get right now (sighs) okay let's just issue a general disclaimer that if you haven't seen star wars you probably shouldn't be watching this podcast or listening to this podcast yeah Um, Because I'll just say, like, I think that, um, you know, Kylo Ren has a lot of battles with, um, you know, like, the light side versus, like, he's getting drawn to the light side, and he wants to be on the dark side. Uh And that's new. And um, female Jedi, like, that's new. And, you know, and just, I think that, I think that they are taking, and I actually, I listened to one of the... um, one of the videos reviews that I watched right after we saw it, um, they I thought they made a really good point when they said um, when the prequels came out, everybody was like, "Wait, this is not the Star Wars that I grew up with," mm-hmm. and now this new Star Wars comes out, and everybody's saying this is too much like the Star Wars that I grew up with. So I think that there's just going to always be that little group of naysayers who just want to. And also, I think when you're dealing with the internet, um, they're looking for attention. You're yeah. like the people who are going to get attention are the people who are ragging on it loudly, you right? Know? In and this so, case, the people typing th- in all caps. Yeah, and I think that that is the case with Star Wars and everything else that you know gets hate on the internet um, that I don't get. Because I ran into the same thing when the Sherlock special came out. I was super excited to go online and read what people were thinking. And because I loved it. And everybody's just like, eh, it's just not like the Sherlock that <sighs> I love. And it's like, it's not supposed, it wasn't supposed to be. supposed to be. I know. That's the whole point. I just don't... That's what I don't get is people... And same thing with Star Wars. People making these points it's like yeah but they explain that like do you not pay attention to that or yeah it's just frustrating to me well and like you said there's really only one reason to watch tv and that's to enjoy yourself so if you're not enjoying yourself then just don't watch tv yeah and that's i was talking to a coworker tonight about this um and I was sick because I went and, I just went and saw Star Wars for a second time. Uh-huh. And I specifically went in trying to find what people don't like about it and trying to see if I could pick up on some of those things. Um, but I couldn't I couldn't do it because I just loved it too much. I know. And, um, <laughs> and I think, like, what I don't get is, like, I could understand not liking the movie or not liking anything if you go into it with the attitude of this is stupid but i'm going to see it cuz like everybody's talking about it blah 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 right. i understand but I, but there's a lot of people who i know who love star wars who are going into it and still come out like not very happy with their experience and Does i don't that have I anything to do that. with like the change in management so to speak like it was passed over from george lucas to jj or uh 
I almost called him JJ Field. Sorry, JJ <laughs> <J>. Abrams. <laughs> I got Field on the brain, folks. Um, <laughs> no, but I just—is that the issue? Like, are people just so up in arms about it not being a Lucasfilm I th- anymore? I think that they. I think most people that I've talked to, their general thing is that it's a retread, and they don't like that it's like fan service. But I love that, so whatever. I, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm just easy to please. Um, but I just, yeah. I And I don't, so I don't understand, um, like, for me, I'm just happy that we have a new Star Wars movie that's awesome. I'm glad that we didn't have to wait five more years for new Sherlock, <laughs> that we got it within two years or whatever mm. it's been. Um, I, I just love having more of the things that I love. So I don't, and if it, they do it a little differently or if they have different things to say, that's even cooler to me. So I just don't get that. I agree. Um, one of the things I was thinking about is maybe I'm noticing it more now, but as I'm thinking back, there are a lot of examples of this that just kind of went over my head at the time. Like I was thinking about Prometheus, like we saw Prometheus together, I think. Yeah, I think so. And when it came out, I just I was like, whoa, what an awesome movie. And, you know, it was kind of different from the original Alien movies, but it was kind of in the same vein. I thought, like, whoa, that's so cool. And then you go on the internet, and that movie was not liked at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah. And I don't get it, because I love that movie. I think, I think it's a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. That's a good example. Um, yeah, I just... I think, and I think with that, because um, I was also talking to my mom about this the other night, in case you can't tell, I've been really up in arms about this because I'm talking to everybody. She's gesticulating um, wildly. I know you guys can't hear yeah. it. <laughs> or maybe you can. Um, <laughs> but I was talking to my mom, and she kind of made the point that um, it also could be that people want to sound smart when they're talking yes, about these things. totally. And really, the only way to sound smart is to get you know, all highfalutin and... Tear something down. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, basic playground politics, you know, at its finest is, you know, to, to seem superior to tear something down. Right. So that makes sense. Um, but I just feel like it's kind of creating this general feeling of, like, hostility um, online. And I realize that, you know, it's all in where you are online-ing, um, but uh, it just kind of makes me sad, because why can't why can't we all just be happy about the things that we love? Like, I don't get that. I don't know, and for me, I think it goes beyond just being happy with what we're given. I think it's also a matter of, like, being respectful. I understand, yeah. like, listen, people are well within their rights to criticize something that they see, as long as it's, like, real criticism and not just somebody on the internet being bitchy. Yeah. I I don't like going on the internet and just watching people tear something down for the sake of tearing it down. That's really disrespectful to people who spend so much time like making these movies and these TV shows and what have you. If yeah. it were me, well, and, it would and, like, ruin my passion for what I was doing. Yeah, no. I think that all the time. And just like... Um, And I think we've talked about this to a certain extent before, but just, like, there's so many people and 
so much time that goes into making some of these things yeah. that it's just like, oh gosh, like you can't just even just be like, no, that was really well done. Because the thing, I don't only want to be talking about Star Wars, but, um, but the thing with Star Wars, it's like, it is a good, like, it's a good story, whether you think it's a retread or not. Um, it's got really interesting characters. I love that. I loved the new people, even like I cared about the new people more than even the old people. Um, it's got crazy, awesome sequences. It's got good characters. It's got, it's just beautiful to look at. And so like, I don't, I don't understand like how you can walk out of that just being like, meh. Yeah. (laughs) So I fully agree. I think we're just a kind of, like, we're becoming a society of just kind of pessimistic, antagonistic. Apathetic. I don't know. Apathetic, that's the word I was like. Bingo. Um, yeah, so. Right, and I also, I'm surprised I haven't brought this up before because this made me really mad at the time, but I ran into the same problem when I went and saw the new Avengers movie that came out this summer. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, like, immediately, I we walked out of the theater, and I saw it with a friend, and I turned to her, and I was like, did you love it? Because I did. And she was like, no, nah, not really. And it wasn't even like that. Like, she was violently opposed to this movie, and I was like, what? What were you watching? Like, it was just a fun Marvel movie. And, yeah. like, she just couldn't take it for what it was. It had to be, like, high art, which shouldn't be your expectation for a Marvel movie ever. No. It's just supposed to be fun and exciting, yeah. And I can I can admit that that one I can admit that that one does have some of its its problems. It was, like yeah. I do think that that one but. gets a little overcrowded. But I still yeah, like I think that um you know, I think that there are some blockbuster popcorn movies that exceed being a popcorn blockbuster movie. You know, like right. I know a lot of people were shocked with like Dark Knight and things like that and that it could get be an Oscar contender, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that does happen, but I also think that sometimes you kind of just have to, yeah, like take things at face value and just be like, yeah, this is a fun Marvel movie. Um, or it's a fun chipmunks movie. <laughs> Not that I would necessarily <laughs> go see a chipmunks movie, but yeah, like, me I think either. you kind of need, like know what you're getting, getting yourself into. And then, meet expectations to that level and then like when it supersedes them it's like awesome and then you know like with me with Age of Ultron I was super excited because I love Marvel movies Mm. um and I was like I I loved it it was super fun it's great jokes da 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 I can admit that there's these these problems but you know it was fun but you didn't let them ruin your experience right yeah, I got what I wanted out of it because it was a fun movie, but I can admit that it has these problems, you know? Yeah, I I just feel like, and this is probably going to sound weird coming from people who write an entertainment blog, but your first reaction if you don't like something shouldn't be to run to the internet and then cry about it. Mm. Anyway. I just, like, if you're going to say something, be critical and be specific. Don't just be whiny. Yeah. Can you think of any other examples that you want to talk about? Um, okay, so I I hesitate to bring this up because I feel like oh. I talk about this all the time. Can I guess? Ooh, can I guess first before you say it? 
Please, please. It's not hard. <laughs> you can guess. Does it rhyme with schmagens of schmield? <laughs> might. <laughs> okay, so I really did not want to talk about this show. Um, Are you sure? Because it seems like have... you really wanted to talk about it. <laughs> That's all I ever want to talk about. You're going to love your no, Christmas present I then. Just... I... Oh, yay. Oh. I haven't gotten my Christmas present from Whitney yet. Um... Uh, <laughs> I so I really didn't want to bring this up, but um, I feel like I have to because I really hate I like I can recognize with this show that it did not have a strong first season or at no. least a strong first half of the first season. Mm, even the second half was most like shows. now they're clearly yeah, the second half of season one is pretty good, um, and then I think season two and season three have been really good, like totally firing um, so, on all six. Yeah, totally. And I think, I think it's A, unfair to judge shows right off the bat, even though I do my fair share of that as well. But, um, I just see like, and so much in the superhero fandoms and just like Marvel and DC fandoms in general or comic book movie fandoms, um, this show just seems to get so much crap, and I don't think that it deserves it because I think it has really grown into something cool and interesting, and um, I think it's a really good show, and I, and it makes me sad when I see people ragging on it. I agree, and you bring up an interesting point that I was thinking about earlier, which is all of the like shows and movies and stuff that I'm seeing that are getting this kind of hate are the shows that have, like, a strong pre-existing fan base, like Star Wars, yeah. Star Trek, blah, blah, blah. And, like, those are, those, like, those fanboy types are going to be the ones that are the most vocal and the most irate about this stuff. Yeah. And so I don't know how we're going to get around that. It just is what it is. Just... Yeah. that And that is generally the, I don't want to be stereotypical, but I think the fanboys are generally the ones Ugh. that are... The whiniest. Um, <laughs> but, uh, because us fangirls are keeping it classy. Way classy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> At least we are. <laughs> this, these two are. Um, two bags of class we, here. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, uh, that was kind of... And I guess, like, in in a, in addition to the Sherlock special, I think that um, Sherlock season three got a lot of crap that I didn't understand because everybody was saying, like, oh, it's too jokey and what? it's too this. And I'm like, that's why I loved it so much. It's so funny and, like, fun. And I thought, and, uh, but, like, good cases, too. So I don't. I, and, like, I guess in that instance, it seems like maybe they signed up for a different Sherlock than I signed up for. Right. I signed up for the side of Sherlock where it is kind of, like, fun and, um, but, like, also cool What's well, a Stephen Moffat and... show? What were yeah. people I know. thinking they were getting themselves into? I don't know. So, um, so that's, I, I just, I, with all of this, I've had to realize that people are watching things looking for different things than I am and um and coming to things expecting something different than I am and that's fine that's uh, that's what makes us all different I guess but <laughs> different um, strokes. It's, frust <laughs> it's frustrating um 
when I'm seeing something that I love get torn down because I'm like, but no. And I'm also not the kind that's going to be like, you're wrong because I don't want to be that type of person. Yeah, I don't um, feel the So fire. then that's, no, I don't want to. Um, so then that becomes frustrating too because I'm like, but you're so wrong and you just don't get it. Um, but I could just avoid this stuff altogether and not worry about it, but I can't do that. That's the other thing is like... <laughs> monitoring this stuff can be kind of addictive yeah do you know what I mean I know it really can <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ellen there are certain... <laughs> no because there are certain fandom battles that like I talk about to my friends like they are a real thing I that know. is happening in the real world they're like high school rivalries and... like I can't get enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like Oh my gosh, you will not believe what Cassie XX said to... <laughs> oh, Cassie XX. <laughs> she shut up. <laughs> she shut that mouth of hers. Anyway. Well, I think we've, uh, I think we've well covered it. Yeah, I've ranted enough. I told you, you before we started this, I did not want to rant, and that's all I've done for the past True however story. long we've been in. Before we hit record, Ellen was like, don't let me rant. <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> you really did. But you rant with a purpose, and I like that. I yeah, like that, old lady. <laughs> I just like watching you get worked up about stuff. I can't help it. Well, I get worked up about stuff and then don't speak very eloquently, which I hate. So, anyway. I disagree. I think you're so friggin' articulate. <laughs> anyway... Um, are you ready to wrap things up with our, with our little game that I got ready? Yes, I am, because I know nothing about it, and I'm excited for whatever fresh hell you're about to (laughs) impart on me. Oh, you don't even know how right you are. Um, okay, so for this episode, we thought we'd, uh, harken back to the early days. We did a Mary Boff Kill game on our first episode, and I thought that maybe we could revisit that. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Ellen, uh, some of these are going to tear you in half. Oh, no. Or okay. in, in three pieces, depending. <laughs> they are generally with three people, so. Oh, gosh. Okay, so for those of you who are not familiar with the premise of the game Mary Boff Kill, I will be presenting Ellen with three choices, most of whom are male, and she will be telling me who she would like to marry, boff, or kill. I feel like... Every time I explain this game to people, I get the same question, which is, what does boff mean? It's It, it just, should be like, pretty boink, freaking bang. obvious. <laughs> yeah, like, what does it sound like? There you Knock go. Boots. That's what it is. Wait, yeah. does boff sound like sex? Yes. Is it an onomatopoeia referring to sex? <laughs> is that a, like a normal sex noise people make? <laughs> oh, let's move on. <laughs> So, are you ready for your first uh, Mary Boff kill? Yes. So, this is like a little Star Wars theme Sorry for everybody okay. who's so sick of us talking about Star Wars. <laughs> or the j- population in general talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Word. But get over it. But here is your first Mary Boff kill. So, you give me your answer, and then I will bless you with my answer. Oh, thank you. First one, in keeping with the Star Wars theme, is Finn, played by John Boyega. Poe Dameron, played by the incomparable Oscar Isaac, and BB-8. Oh, no! 
So of those three, who would you love to I mainly wet just don't bed wanna, and make dead? This one's hard because I just don't want to kill any of them. I know. Um, okay. I think... Oh, gosh. Poe's done so much for the galaxy, Ellen. I know. He really has. Um... <laughs> So I love Finn. He's adorable, but he is adorable as opposed mm. to like Poe Dameron is swoony. Oh so oh I think I'm going to marry Poe Dameron. Um, my yeah, dad he's was gonna a be pilot. Like, oh, I was gonna my say. dad was a pilot, so I'm accustomed to the life of a pilot wife. Um, so I could, um, I could do that. <laughs> Um, I'm adept at that. Um, so I'll marry Poe Dameron, uh, Boff Finn, I guess. And I have to kill BB-8, which I don't even know how you would do that. But how the heck am I going to Boff or marry BB-8? But he has like, he has so many apps. I'm sure there's like... (laughs) Okay, let's not get into that. (laughs) Let's not get into potential apps that BB-8 has to make those things possible. Um, so that's my final answer. Okay. If it makes you feel any better, I ended up killing BB-8 too. (laughs) Yeah, you have to. Because I don't want to do any marital relations with BB-8. I'm sorry. My Um, problem, my problem with boffing BB-8 wasn't so much like the logistics of it. It was, was like, I was sitting there thinking about it to myself and I was like, he's so innocent. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I kind of almost feel guilty boffing Finn because that's, I'm like, he's just such like a little cinnamon roll that, um, I don't (laughs) know how I feel about that, but you know. Totally. Well, yeah. So I would kill BB-8. May he rest in peace. Um, I would marry Finn. Yeah, that's a good choice. He's adorable. Yeah, why not? Man, he was so cute. And then I would just like off the crap out of Poe Dameron. <laughs> hey, because I did not have the luxury of growing up. <laughs> I did not have the luxury of growing up as, you know, a pilot child. I don't know. Is there like a cool name that you guys have for each other? No, that's, that okay. works. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't really want to be hanging around at home while he's off, you know, waging war on the first order so yeah yeah that's where i landed are you ready for the next one i'm so ready oh this one's oh you're probably never gonna talk to me again (laughs) oh no steal yourself okay so for the next mary buff kill i present to you ike baron holtz who was the totally swoony lead in sisters oh my gosh He was, okay, if you do not believe us, this is Morgan from Mindy Project. He plays the romantic lead in Sisters. And, like, I thought he was cute on Mindy Project, but he kind of plays, like, a bit of a loser. But he is so crushy and adorable in Sisters that you cannot help but fall in love with him. And so we were all just, like, Twitter-pated when we left the theater, but... Quite literally. Okay, so, like, <laughs> so, so him. So Ike Barinholtz. Okay. Uh, Rob Delaney from the Amazon original series <sighs> Catastrophe. Oh, okay. Ellen's did you watch? Upset. Did you watch that? I sure do. Okay. okay. So good. Yeah. That's for another day. Yeah. And our last contestant is Sam Hugan 
from Aww. Outlander. Oh, did I just okay. ruin your day? I'm sorry. Okay. Am I picking characters or actors? Which would make it harder for you? <laughs> I'm going to say characters. Okay. That does make it harder. Yeah, it does. Um, okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is going to be really hard for me. I know. Okay. I think I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to marry Ike Barinholtz's character from Sisters. Really? Because, yeah, he's like a Mr. Fix-It and does things with his hands. Are you into, like, Bob the Builder types? is also funny. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to go with that. And I feel like he's a more, like, attainable option for me. Um. Reach for the stars, Ellen. Come on. <laughs> and then I am going to boff the freaking heck out of Jamie Fraser. That's hard. Like, anyone's going to blame you. Because <laughs> um, the only reason I selected to not marry Jamie Fraser is because, like, with him comes 1700 Scotland. Um, so, like, as, rom- as romantic as that is on the show, maybe it's not my first choice. <laughs> um, but I will gladly go to the 1700s to just have, like, a, a night of passion with him because... Yes. Hallowed be his name. He's so hot. <laughs> yes, please. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm, which leaves. Yes. <laughs> which leaves killing oh. Rob Delaney's character from Catastrophe, which there, him, his character and Ike Barinholtz's character are very similar. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think um, he's got some, like issues kind of seems like some like you think yeah some emotional issues that maybe i don't want to get wrapped up in so i doesn't carrie fisher play his mom yeah she Uh does i forgot about that me too until just um i love that show you should watch that show if you have not watched that show it is a really good show not you but people listening yeah highly recommended yeah Uh, what's your answer my answer my answer was like exactly the same i don't know what i was expecting Yeah, you probably. I was... I was a little surprised that I did not marry Jimmy Fraser because I love him so much. Mm, I knew I knew what the outcome would be. <laughs> <laughs> I know you that well, <laughs> but there's no way I'm not boffing him. So that that had to happen. Oh yeah, boffing him is a foregone conclusion. Like that's yeah. like he's my boff. Yeah. And like you said, Rob Delaney and Ike Barinholtz are pretty comparable in terms of like being the menschy cute guy. But yeah. I really liked Ike Barinholtz and Sisters. Yeah, me too. He was super funny. So, you're near for our last one? Yes. Hit me. Okay. So, for this one, I know there's like a whole slew of superhero movies that are coming out this year, 2016. So, that'll be the theme of our next round. Are you ready? Yes. So, your choices are Ben Affleck as Batman, Chadwick okay. Boseman as Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Ooh, as the characters, the actors. As the characters, so you get his okay. gross avocado face. Yeah, I was gonna say. But he can wear the he can wear the suit. I mean. <laughs> um as funny as Deadpool is, he's not like the sexiest superhero that there is. Um, okay. That's going to earn us a lot of backlash on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to marry 
Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. He is adorable. Black Panther looks awesome. And I'm excited for him to be in Civil War. I'm excited for Civil War in general. Me too. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I'll marry him. I will... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I... Because, like, I can really take or leave Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, but we don't know. Like, he could be really dishy as Batman. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, he could... And he's kind of got that like Playboy thing. Okay, so I'll I'll buff uh, Ben Affleck as Brad Pitt, and I'll kill Deadpool. I was considering buffing Deadpool just because like that could be kind of fun and crazy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, I'll go the more <laughs> obvious route. What a loser! Um, my answers are a bit different. You Uh-oh. and I varied on this one. You ready? Uh-oh. <laughs> What are you going to do? So, obviously, I'd marry Batman, Ellen. He's a good choice because, like, he's rich and, you know, stuff. But he's very broody and dark. I know. Which, I don't know a lot about Black Panther, so he could also be kind of broody and dark. But... His name is Black Panther, I think. Speaking of <laughs> foregone conclusions. Uh, you could be right. Uh, that might have something more Marvel to do with, Marvel movies like... in general are at least more fun than DC movies. <laughs> So, like, I'll just go on that basis. All right. I mean, whatever. It's your unhappy, loveless marriage. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to marry Batman because he, okay, yes, the money is a consideration, Ellen. Okay. (laughs) Stop looking at me like that. I would probably, mm, I would probably boff Black Panther. Uh I think that would be interesting. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and okay here's the thing i would try to kill deadpool but you can't i, I mean who knows <laughs> i did not even think about that right <laughs> so then it would be like you'd kill him but you wouldn't really and like he kind of yeah. likes being killed because he just regenerates and yeah right so i'd give it my best go <laughs> like who knows well, so I know. So is there anything else you want to add before we call it a day? No, I think that that's it. I do want to give a shout out to my brother who did get me a super nice microphone for Christmas so that hopefully when we air this episode, I won't sound quite so much like an internet ghost. (laughs) So thank you, Eric. Best brother. Thanks, Eric. (laughs) I will say, though, I am mad at Eric because this is the second time... That he has gotten this, or like, I was gonna get you a microphone for Christmas, and then I, you told me that he got you one. I'm like, gosh, I know. dang it. He's always scooping he's you. That. I know. And him and I are only a day apart, so I think that there's just something that, you know, in that August month that just makes us similar gift givers. I know. I know you guys were born in like different parts of the country, but wouldn't it be cool if you guys were like switched at birth? <laughs> And we were sisters as opposed to cousins, except that it's very obvious that you are from your family and I am from my family. But yeah, you know. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, a girl can dream. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Fangirly Show. And if you have any comments or you want to answer our Mary Boff kills and explain to Ellen why she's such a stone cold dummy. You can comment on fangirly.com or you can shoot us an email at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com. All right. Stay cool. Bye. Bye.